Welcome to the Gardening the Hudson Valley podcast, where every week we bring you new inspiration from the gardens and gardeners of New York's beautiful Hudson Valley, making you an even better gardener. And now, here's your host, Marie Iannotti. Hello again. Welcome to the Gardening the Hudson Valley podcast, the show that brings you gardening news and tips from the gardens and gardeners of New York's beautiful valley region. I'm your host, Marie Iannotti. Well, maybe beautiful valley region is stretching it this week. We are now officially in winter, two full days of winter. Almost done, right? I like to call it pre-spring, but officially it's winter, although it feels a lot more like a miserable day in late spring. I know I should be happy it's so warm, but the sky's been so dreary and the rain and drizzle aren't putting me in the holiday spirit. I hope that you're fa-la-la-la-lying a lot better than I am. We are in the peak of El Nino also. El Nino was first identified by some fishermen off the coast of South America way back in the 1600s. You figure it's someone who works with the land or the water that would notice these things first. They noticed that the waters were unusually warm in the Pacific, which for them meant that the fishing was not so good because the fish, whatever their food source was, was not there. They either died or moved on at that point. But anyway, they named it El Nino, which means little boy or Christ child in Spanish, because it was right around Christmas time that it was first noticed. So it's, um, although it's been around for months now, this is really when we're first noticing El Nino. Together with La Nina, uh, that's the phase when the waters are unusually cool or cold, the two, um, El Nino and La Nina, make up the El Nino Southern Oscillation Cycle, or ENSO, E-N-S-O, which is a term they gave to the temperature fluctuations between the ocean and the atmosphere in east-central equatorial Pacific, which is basically kind of the coast of Colombia and stretching westward. Now, El Nino and La Nina can be expected to make an appearance every two to seven years, and they'll last anywhere from nine to 12 months. That's, at least that's what they've been doing. El Nino is a more frequent visitor than La Nina, so we're pretty familiar with him. We've been experiencing, as I said, El Nino's uh, event since last March. So it's been with us the better part of the year, and it's been building in intensity until now and it should start petering out in the early part of 2016 so who knows what the rest of the winter will bring and by the way next year's a leap year so february will be even longer than it usually is some scientists are predicting though that this could be one of the most intense el nino events in decades and i've even seen it referred to as the godzilla el nino online so we'll see El Nino can wreak havoc all year, but as I said, we tend to notice it most in the northeast, at least, during the winter, when the temperature remains unseasonably warm, like now. Some people hate it, some people love it. Now, in other parts of the country, especially like the Gulf Coast, it gets um, it causes really wet weather, which can wreak a lot more havoc for them than our warm weather, and the Pacific uh, Northwest can usually expect drier than normal weather. So being warm, to me, doesn't seem to be such a bad option. And a really big plus is that El Nino tends to mean fewer and less intense hurricanes forming over the Atlantic. Yay! But now what does this mean to your garden? Uh, You probably noticed that the ground is pretty soft. That means all this rain is making it down to the plant roots, which is great, especially if you plant it in the fall. 
As long as the temperatures stay warm, the biggest problem is that your plants might not remain dormant and could be injured by a sudden cold snap. And let's just hope the rain doesn't get to the point where we have to worry about rotting roots. It also means that we should go easy on mulching because winter mulching is meant to be done after the ground freezes to prevent repeated freezing and thawing and the heaving out of plants that it can cause. And since the ground is soft, it's not frozen. Um, the warmer temperatures can also cause your fall planted bulbs, including garlic, to sprout. There's not much you can do about that. It'll diminish flowering and bulb production somewhat, but hey, that's nature. We're better off than folks facing drought conditions or those in the normally dry climates like the Gulf region who are losing succulents to their incessant rain. We should be taking advantage of the warm weather and keeping an eye for plants that look like they need a little extra protection or that may be getting eaten since there's no snow cover to hide them. And if you're really hardy stock, this is still great weather to be tackling perennial weeds. They come out really easily in wet soil. Hey, it's a thought, just throwing it out there. Okay, so although climate scientists have gotten pretty good at predicting when we should expect El Nino and La Nina, they still are unsure about what causes them. They think it has something to do with trade winds weakening in Asia, which causes warm weather to surge through the currents and find its way to South America. But there's nothing definitive yet, so we have to take it as it comes. At least we'll have good traveling weather for Christmas and New Year's, and I hope you enjoy the holidays to the fullest and that um, the 2016 turns out to be a winner for you. Um, don't forget to stop by the website to pick up your free copy of Secrets to a Four Season Garden. This year we may be seriously gardening through winter. Who knows? Could happen. But if you missed any of this podcast, you can find the transcript on the website at gardeningthehudsonvalley.com. Once again, I thank you so much for joining me this week and Merry Christmas to all of you.